Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on the first working day of the new week after the Easter break, Tuesday the 11th of April 2023. Trust wherever you happen to be in the world, you've had a phenomenal weekend around uh, your family, recovering from a big week last week, maybe eating lots of chocolate as we do here in uh, in Australia over Easter. And uh, hopefully your weather was better than the weather we experienced over the weekend because uh, I must say for those of you who love to go away and spend some time with family away from uh, away from home, away from work, and uh, spend some time with uh, with loved ones doing things like camping and caravanning, which we do a lot here in Australia. Certainly here in the Macedon Ranges, it was quite ordinary weather. I wouldn't say it was torrential rain, but it was really annoying, uh, probably called soaking rain, which is great for the gardens, but uh, not really conducive to being outdoors over the four days, but uh, certainly good time to rest, recuperate, re-energize, spend time with friends and family, and uh, and have a good time. Have a good time relaxing and getting ready for another big week this week in sales. So before we jump into today's episode, quick reminder that if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, first question is, why not? Uh, the second question is, if you'd like to subscribe, please press subscribe on the platform you're listening to. Or, of course, if you're on the Apple platform, simply press the follow button and that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be digested. If you also have somebody within your sphere of influence who you believe could benefit from listening to some Aussie bang on about sales and sales leadership, then by all means share this episode with them or share the podcast with them and give them the benefit of listening to some of the back catalogue as well. And if you if you enjoy the show, love to hear a comment about what you like about the show, if you can rate me at the same time in terms of what you like about it, uh, what you don't like about it, hopefully it's a one, two, three, four, and potentially five-star rating. But if it's a one, it's always good feedback. Uh, if you don't like the show, that's fine. You're probably not even listening to me right now if you don't like the show, because you're probably turned off long, long time ago. But that's okay. For those of you who are listening, particularly brand new, welcome aboard. And of course, if you are a returning listener, greatly appreciate you coming back and uh, listening in to, to me talk about sales and sales leadership. So I greatly, greatly appreciate it. So in today's episode, as we begin the new week, I uh, had a lot of conversations over the last week with leaders and a lot of individual contributors and lots of conversations around comparisons. So I recorded a podcast a few, uh, a few episodes ago now, probably about four or five episodes ago, where I was talking about being authentically you and being the very best version of you you possibly can be. And uh, what's interesting and intriguing, in, in the more I work with sales leaders and teams, the more I come across not only lots and lots of different people, but also many different behavior styles and very many different personal styles. And what strikes me as being really intriguing is the sheer number of people, and particularly leaders, and, and often the aspiring leaders, who for some reason uh, keep comparing themselves to others, and quite often in not a very healthy Way. So in this episode, I just want to talk about that and the fact that, you know, don't compare yourself to others. That's the key theme or the key message of today's episode is don't compare yourself to others and don't compare yourself to anybody else. But but looking at how you can actually model behaviors and model excellence from others. So there's a there's a big distinction between copying and modeling, which I want to delve into a little bit today. But it's it's just really, really unhealthy from what I've what I'm seeing. And there's a lot of people 
in a lot of bigger organizations who believe they have to behave in a certain way. It's almost like they put on this archetype when they cross the threshold of that particular business and you start hearing the language that they use and you read the body language and the, and the behaviors. It's not necessarily conducive to their natural style and uh, it often comes across as being a little bit disingenuous and inauthentic, which is certainly not what we want to do because as a leader in particular, I always talk about this, the fact that people are always watching and whether we like it or not, people are always making assumptions and they're also making decisions based on those assumptions as to whether you are going to be respected, whether you're going to be trustworthy. And if you're somebody who is pretending to be somebody who you are not, that's very, very difficult, uh, not to mention very, very tiring to keep up appearances. So uh, in today's episode, I want to talk about that and the fact that you know the only person you should be comparing yourself to effectively is the person that is staring back at you in the mirror. Now, for some, that is quite a daunting proposition. And uh, for others, hopefully, it's a little bit cathartic. And uh, it hopefully is, uh, is a good thing to actually start thinking about because the more we compare ourselves to other people, uh, and look, you've got to look at all the social media, uh, just the general media, and all the, all the ads that you see, and whether it's TikTok, Instagram, it's so easy to get caught up in, well, I don't look that like that person, or that person appears to be very successful. And it's very, very easy to compare yourselves to those people and say, wow, I wish upon a star that I could be like that person, or why am I not like that person? And it can lead to very unhealthy thoughts and often unhealthy actions. And uh, is it any wonder that we have such an epidemic, if you like, right now around mental health? And uh, a lot of people uh, not, not really knowing who they are and having some identity crisis in a lot of cases. And the reason for that, I believe, is a lot of the, uh, a lot of the people are comparing themselves with others and uh, don't believe they're stacking up to what they consider to be the perfect example of uh, an individual. And that could be a leader. And I see this all the time. You look at leaders who look upon other leaders within the organization or senior leaders or perhaps leaders who have more experience or more success, quote unquote, and they either wish they could be like them or in many cases hold them up in such an example that they could never ever step up to. And the language they start to talk about is, I could never be like that person. Look at that. They are so lucky. I wish I could be like that person. We've just, we've just got to stop this because the comparison game can be very, very dangerous, especially as leaders. So the key message out of this particular episode, and hopefully it's coming through already, is do not compare yourself to anyone else. The only person you need to compare yourself is with yourself, the person who's staring back in the mirror. By all means, set some really high standards. By all means, continue to look at how you can improve, but don't compare and don't benchmark against anybody else because everybody else is different. They don't have the same levels of experience that you do. They don't have the same level of expertise as you do. They don't have the same level of education as you do. So it's it's actually worthless and pointless comparing yourself to anybody else for the purpose of comparisons. Now, there's a difference here that I want to sort of delve into, and that is there's a difference that we often talk about in uh, exceptional performance, and that is around the, the art of modeling excellence. Now, this is not copying. This is by understanding what makes a particular person tick, what sort of tactics do they use, what sort of strategies do they use, and by understanding that, by eliciting that strategy, we can theoretically and practically implement those strategies. And when we do that, and we do that over time, there's no reason why we cannot also get the same type of results. But we don't have to be that particular person. What we're looking for is what does that person do as a strategy to get that particular result? And how can I elicit that to get the same result or or at least a close result to what they're getting? 
And don't try to be somebody else. And that's the key, the other key message. Don't try to be somebody else who you're not. It probably won't end well. And if we are trying to be somebody else, just think about how tiring that's going to be. Because I, I see this, and I, I saw this in my entire career in big corporates. I, I used to see people who would come into the office, and you'd have a coffee with them. Uh, you'd see them outside of, of work. You might see them at a, at a corporate function or a social function, and they're pretty easy to get along with. They were just everyday kind of people. But then you saw them cross the threshold and you'd see them in meetings with senior executives or others who they were trying to impress and they became completely different people. It's almost, there was for some of them, they were almost unrecognizable. And I used to sit back and wonder why these people trying to become somebody who they're not. And don't they realize that people can see through that? But nobody was prepared to give them the feedback and nobody was prepared to help them become more authentically themselves and think about, okay, how can they deliver a particular message and get that message through to a senior executive, but by being them, not by being somebody and pretend to be somebody who they're not. And I don't know about you, but it must it must have been tiring for them, but it was damn tiring for me just looking at it and, and observing that. And I kept thinking, how how hard would this be to continue to do that on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And depending on who you were talking to, you'd almost have to remember what sort of character or what sort of archetype you were jumping into because people would be expecting that the next time that you were talking to them or you're engaging with them. And I just found that really, really tiring. So I always maintain that if people didn't like me, that was not my business. I couldn't necessarily impact that. It would be great if people did like me, as great if people did respect me. But I always vowed and declared that I would never, ever be somebody who I wasn't. And as as I went through my career, and if I look back on my career now, one of the things I'm, I'm most proud of, I probably could have got better results. I probably could have driven harder results in some cases. But what I am really proud of is that I was never somebody who I wasn't and never pretended to be anybody who I wasn't. And as I, as I talk to leaders today and as I run workshops and do mentoring and coaching, I'll often get feedback or have conversations with people who say, you know what, when, you, when you're running a workshop, when you're doing a coaching session, and then when we're having a conversation in a break, or when I hear you on a podcast, you're always the same. And I said, well, awesome. That is probably one of the best pieces of feedback that I can ever get, because it says to me that I don't have to pretend to be anybody that I'm not. And look, it's taken a bit of time. And, and now that I'm in, uh, in a little bit more experience and over, over 50 years of age, I don't have to necessarily worry about that sort of stuff anymore. I'm, I've long since stopped being concerned about what other people think of me. And, and certainly, as I talked about on the podcast last week, uh, the people's opinions do not necessarily have to become my reality. And I've learned that over time. And it's taken a bit of work to do that. But it's, it's less tiring. And it's actually quite freeing when you can walk into any situation and just be authentically you. And I know now that when I'm running workshops, and I'll say this quite often, that there'll be people in the audience or people in the room that resonate with me and they'll resonate with what I have to say. And there'll be people who don't resonate with me and don't resonate with what I have to say. And that's perfectly okay. I'm not going to pretend or I'm not going to try and convince them to come across into my line of thinking. I'm going to deliver from the heart. I'm going to deliver practically. I'm going to deliver authentically what I believe to be true. And I'll always believe that I'll be talking to the right people who need to hear the message. And the ones that don't, either don't, but they'll need to hear it from somebody else. And maybe it's exactly the same message from a different person who they resonate with. And if that's the case, awesome. But if they, uh, it might take time as well, but I'm not going to try to convince them. And therefore, I'm not going to try to become somebody who I am not, which means guess what? I no longer compare myself to anybody else. So if you're listening to this right now as a as a new leader, as an aspiring leader, or 
if you've been a leader for quite a while now and you're thinking, well, I do want to be be a little bit more authentic. I want to just bring myself more authentically to every single situation. And how do I go about doing that? Here's some things to think about. And again, uh, not an exhaustive list, and you probably have lots of others you can add to this, but here's some things just to give some thought to in relation to becoming more and more authentic. Number one is really give some thought to what is important to you. Now, that doesn't have to be a philosophy, but just think about, okay, what is important to me? What do I want to stand for? If you're a leader right now, if you sat down and thought about, okay, what, and somebody asked you, what is the, what is the reason you're a leader or why are you a leader? What's important to you as a leader? Would you have an answer for that? And you don't, don't just come out with some surface level repeater. Oh, it's authenticity. It's making a difference, all that sort of stuff. Really give it some thought. What is important to you? Because I ask this question often of leaders. Why are you a leader and why do you keep coming back every single day and why should anybody care? This is about what your beliefs are. This is about what your core leadership values are and what is important to you. And this, this guys, this takes time. This is not something you can just sit down in five minutes and rattle off uh, five or six different things. It's something you've really got to give consideration to, to try and figure out who are you at your core and what is important to you. And a lot of that might be not necessarily related to leadership per se. It might actually be a life philosophy or some values you have deep within you that you haven't necessarily give some, t- give some time to considering. So sit down and think about that. What do you actually stand for? Because that, what that will start to do is start to get you really dialed into who are you and who are you at your core. I mentioned before that when people see me in a in a workshop, when you're doing a one-on-one coaching, when you see me in a coffee shop, when you listen to me on a podcast, where it happens to be, I'm the same person. So I talk the same way. I use the same sort of language. I don't try to pretend to anybody who I'm not, and I certainly don't try to use language or words that I don't know the meaning to, and I certainly don't try to impress people. I just become me. And the feedback that I get is, you know what, you're really, you're really authentic, you're really genuine, you're the same no matter where we see you. And I say that is probably probably some of the best feedback you can ever get because now I'm really clear on who I am at my core and I'm actually quite comfortable with that. Now, another part of this, of course, is as you're forming this, uh, getting feedback. And this is really important, particularly when you want to take advantage of your authenticity. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with great people who you trust, who you respect. Get people in your inner circle who can give you feedback and give you feedback that is designed to help you, but also designed to challenge you because sometimes we might have blind spots that we don't want to recognize or we don't see. That's why they're called blind spots that other people may actually see. Now, this is, this is and the reason I say surround yourself with people who are near and dear to you, who are trusted advisors, is because they will give you unfettered views. They'll give you unfettered feedback, but it's all designed with the intention to help you. It is not their opinion. It's not their, and they're not there to try and elevate themselves above you. They're there to help you and to get feedback from them, from those trusted sources will actually help you identify where are some areas that are strengths for you, but also some areas that you need to continue to work on. Which presupposes, of course, that you're going to have a level of curiosity. And with that curiosity, you're going to be asking lots and lots of questions. And you're going to be asking questions of people who are in your trusted inner circle in terms of what you're doing really well. Where are some blind spots? Where are some gaps? And you're going to take those that feedback with gratitude because it's all designed to help you. And it's all designed to help you move forward and become a better version of you. Always remembering that you don't have to pretend to be anybody who you are not. Particularly, this is one of the key reasons to have people who are around you who are trusted advisors, who you don't have to pretend to be somebody who you're not. Because these people will accept you and embrace you for who you are. So you can genuinely and authentically 
BU. Now we just need to take that and put it into the business environment. And as a leader, how can I go into every single situation and be really comfortable with who I am and be authentically me? And that means I don't have to convince anybody of anything. I don't have to pretend to be anybody that I'm not. If people like me and they resonate with with me, fantastic. If they don't, that's also fantastic. What they'll never do though, is they'll never give me feedback to say, hey, this person is disingenuous or this person is inauthentic. And I don't know about you, but I think that is one of the best pieces of feedback and it's so cathartic and so freeing because I can now just go and be who I am. So the key message out of today as we wrap up this particular episode is don't compare yourself with anybody else. If you're going to do any comparisons, compare yourself with a person who is staring back at you in the mirror and just challenge yourself to get better today than you were yesterday, but not as good as you're going to become tomorrow. By all means, go and search for models of excellence, but don't do that where you're going to compare yourself with that person and be almost envious of that person, certainly look at that person in terms of what they've achieved, who they've become, pick out the good things and try to elicit the strategies they've used in order to get the success that they have and also who who they've become, but also then start thinking about, well, how can I take that strategy and how can I implement that strategy for myself so I can insert that and get the same results. So I trust that message helps as we begin the new working week. May you have a phenomenal week and I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.